What's up, everybody? Welcome to an exclusive episode of Sammy's Place. Uh, I have a special guest today, and I can't believe that I'm even saying this. Kylie Dean. She's so sweet, honestly, uh, to sit there with someone that I look up to so much. Not many are given the opportunity to to sit down with one of their heroes. And um, I know it sounds corny and shit, yeah, but that's Kylie's done a lot for me. Uh, in life just with her music so this here i will cherish forever i will never forget this uh, i was extremely nervous hopefully one day it'll flow more natural but i was i was i was definitely nervous for sure and i don't get nervous like this my apologies for the audio there was a little bit of a delay it could get a little annoying so just giving you the heads up and uh working on it we here oh lord <laughs> that was so easy was it okay good yeah Hi, sweetie. How are you? I'm feeling great. How are you? Great. I'm a little hoarse from last night's show, but I feel good. I saw the clips. It sounded amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. A little amazing. Honestly. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I was just, just saying. saying. <laughs> I think there's like a second delay. So sorry. Um, I think so. Getting my like bearings back because you know I haven't really been doing sets like that for a while so getting back in the saddle and getting my back in shape very slowly and stage shape i mean it's a thing it's a real thing and being away for so long it takes a minute to kind of get that it's it, you know it's just consistency oh man i uh, i appreciate you doing this of it's, course uh, this is big for me talking to you oh I, my uh, gosh I, same I appreciate it. <laughs> Same. I've been a fan of you since since the start, like 2003. Yeah. Like almost, it's going to be 20 years soon. It kind of nauseates me to think about that. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, how do you feel about the, the 20 mark like, coming up? It feels like a different lifetime, you know? Um, there are things about that time that I still carry with me. Um, okay. But then it's also, it's so distant. It just feels... I don't know. It's weird. Life, life is such a strange thing. It feels like forever ago, yet it feels like yesterday because I've held on to s certain things, whether that be gotcha. good or bad. Some people, even in their career, it's like, um, I don't know. Uh, for instance, like, you know, the fact that certain things didn't happen transpire. Mm -hmm. It was my first go at it. It kind of put that that was the first time that I ever felt jaded. That I was, I had never been jaded until, you know, oh, getting in the industry, seeing how crummy people can be. Um, but then also meeting some of the best people like Tim and, you know, other people like that. Um, Absolutely. And a, taking, taking the good and the bad. So, yeah. um, but as the, it's, it's funny because things just, they happened so quick and then they, then everything kind of fell apart. And then it's, it's like, oh my God, how do how do I process that? So, yeah, uh, you just, just got thrown in there type yeah, of thing. Yeah, you just wow. got thrown in. And thank God for my manager, Kyrie. He just, he looked after me and made sure that I was always safe and 
nobody could get too close to me to really do harm. But you know, that's good. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good time in life. We made it. We made a classic that never you know really saw the light of day and it, its fair share. So, uh, mm-hmm. but but in the end, it was mostly incredible memories. So. Because that's just your start, and you were thrown in with all these heavy hitters, these yeah. A-list producers and songwriters. So before that, you started singing backup for Britney. Yeah, and two in a actually '99, I left my high school year, my senior year in high school, and uh, took off with with a uh, with Brit. With Britney, and you knew her before that, if I'm not mistaken, actually, right? Actually, we didn't know know each other, but this is so oh, funny. Okay. When she was on the Mickey Mouse Club, I guess her mom and dad had moved her to Orlando obviously to record that and she was in my sixth grade Sunday school class at my church just crazy and then a few years down the road I'm on I'm on the tour with her so it's just so bizarre that was so early in her her fame and oh yeah uh, it was the very first tour baby one more time straight off the you know hills of bubblegum pop just like her new bubblegum pop record it was so it was so squeaky clean it, it was like gross you know um, <laughs> like, I remember one of the songs was "Open the Soda Pop, Watch It Fizz and Pop." It was so bad, you know. Like, but but yeah, you yeah. had the baby one more time. So, but it was so yeah. pop, you know. It was like, okay, was this is pop back then. It this was so is literal bubblegum pop, totally, <laughs> totally. So uh, yeah. that was a blast. Uh, we were both on the same tour bus. We both shared. We were just. We were the same age living in in this in this dream world of you know her stardom so it was it was pretty Mm -hmm. surreal did you have any feelings to to do the same as she did oh yeah for sure the the issue with me was here she is this 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 cash cow this this uh this this idol that people have made her so i Mm -hmm. i I, tim finds me actually i met timbaland when i was doing the grammys in 1999 i think um with brit and i met him in a hotel lobby jay brown and Kyrie brown uh jay brown and Kyrie brown their brothers took me into a hotel lobby and um and i sang for tim at like two in the morning and from that meeting on he just believed in me and he he pursued and and that's where simple girl came about but i finished that tour and then then left and signed a deal and i remember going in between like i didn't just wait on tim we, we would go to different uh labels and they would say but you don't look like britney we don't want to we don't want to mess with you and i'm thinking to myself what so there started the now people would get cut cancel cultured for saying shit like that but um, yeah, yeah it was absolutely unbelievable and you know i walk in and they'd immediately just be like well you're not sexy enough. You're not, you know, and it, 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 it's all men telling me this, which is so pathetic. Of course, uh, right? Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm not Britney Spears just because, you know, I sang. And then I was like, Kyrie, can we not, can we act like I never sang for her? <laughs> it got to that point, you yeah, know? Yeah, Because they, you're it's like, doing... people, people are so lazy. They want the, they want the product, even to this day, it's, it's gotten worse, but they want Boy, the product yeah. in front of them. Artist development doesn't really exist anymore. And back mm. then, they wanted to develop artists, but they didn't really. They wanted everything done um, and ready to go. So that's that was a breath of fresh air when I met Tim. He was like, "I see, I see what this is." And so having somebody you. like him believe in me. 
that's funny it's like you're, you're doing backup for someone and it's, it's it's like this this dream and then later on you're being compared to her and oh, yeah. it, it's stopping you from completing your dreams it's it's uh yeah nobody in the industry there's very 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 well i'm not gonna say nobody but it's very very few and far between people who do, who are actually uh risk takers and mm -hmm. people who actually uh develop something that's really dope that's very rare um okay. it's and then you know of course they take credit for every single artist that breaks so then they get on a pedestal and they think their shit doesn't stink whatever blah 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 but it's like yeah. actually like nobody really takes risks they they stay safe they play it safe they go with what worked before and that's why that cookie cutter mold of britney um that's not what i was and that kind of became a an ongoing thing through my career wow yeah the comparison to always yeah oh. you say that about the labels how they try to like sexify you um because <laughs> the female rapper lady may she had uh she was signed with arista and ellie reed was like head at the time and um he basically dropped her because she was too sexy <sighs> that's, yeah that's dumb so, what is too sexy <laughs> It, it's all about control. It's all about people wanting to control a product and you don't, it becomes dehumanizing, you know? Um, yeah, for sure. Going back into the pop world actually gives me anxiety just thinking about it because of all of that I've come through. It's okay. like, that's just not even a world I would even want to be a part of anymore. It's so overly saturated. It's, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, I'm not meaning to put a negative tone on it. It's just my, no, absolutely. you know, I, I've given every, ounce of sweat and tears and blood it's like i'm that's that's part of my past that's that's mm -hmm. done the door is shut there yeah it's like you uh you had to kind of be something <laughs> that you're doing yeah always Typically. and then you know yeah. even 20 years later you know i'm going through therapy with things that i never um, oh, wow. touched or addressed yeah you know things hurt yeah. you and you're like okay i guess i just need to tuck it away and move forward and and get make give them what they want or whatever so yeah it's it's life is a funny thing we're fragile and if we don't we don't handle ourselves and our issues and our and our feelings and our emotions they they catch up to us so yeah especially being in the industry it's like a it's a, it's a very nasty place I it just can be yeah it can what be it your, like your self-esteem your image and uh sure. your thoughts of yourself right yeah, for sure. I mean, having working for artists and, you know, tell them telling me I'm not good enough to, you know, sing behind them unless I lose weight. Um, yeah, the weight thing, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, yeah, I'm heavy now, but I wasn't before. And it's like, you know, I've almost like manifested weight uh, because people have told me my whole career, you're not anorexic so you're not sexy or you're not good enough so I, I i never really understood it i look back and i'm mm -hmm. like wow I'm, I'm actually really pleased with the way that i looked so it's just it's just demonic it's just people just being awful and yeah and now carrying weight of course it's uncomfortable but i've put on weight since having sullivan and going through the cancer battle and stuff like that which i'm sure you'll ask mm -hmm. about later but it's like now I actually am carrying that weight that I, I I look the way that I felt like people saw me, and it's okay. like I'm more I'm more confident in myself now, and I, I this isn't where I'm gonna stay, and it's and I don't you know it's but it's like, God, 
it's, it's okay. It's like, this is, yeah, I'm yeah. learning that this is a life. This is a journey. This yeah. is where I'm at today. I don't know yes. what tomorrow is going to be, but I do know I am not changing who I am to please anybody else. Not ever once again. And if anybody tries it, they're out. That's where I am in yeah. my life. I'm, I'm not, I'm not answering to anybody anymore. I don't have Good, to. Kylie. Yeah. Good. Cause you're doing great. You've been doing Thanks, great. And, uh, Thank you. A lot of, a lot of artists that have been in your shoes, um, they kind of give up after that uh, door is closed. So oh, yeah. after uh, Simple Girl was shelved, you know, a lot of people would have gave, given up. So I, I applaud the fact that you kept going and you just kept giving us great quality music, timeless music that just, I still listen to the, to this day, every single song. Thank you. Like It, it was you the entire time. That yeah. sound from Simple Girl to Changes to Scream to to all your recent stuff to this day, uh, I still hear that same simple girl. Thank you. The tone, it, it was always there. It, the tone was always there. The tone, set. exactly, yeah. It's something about your voice, man, and your delivery, and the way you just connect to the listener. And uh, you really sell the lyrics. That is so powerful, that. I love that. You are powerful, Kylie. <laughs> oh my gosh. You yeah, you managed to bring a lot of people to tears, and especially with your new EP. My God. Last night was beautiful. It was the first time I've, I've performed my EP in front of people. And it was nice to like look and just like, you know, sometimes I try not to look too much at people because then I'll like get emotional. But mm -hmm. to know and feel, sometimes when I sing, people just stare. And I'm like, okay, am I like sucking right now? But I go <laughs> out and it's like, yeah, because they don't know what to do. They're not moving. They just stop and like, uh. And I'm like, yeah. am, am I hitting bad notes? Am I, am I doing bad? And then, you know, I go out and I'm like, was I bad, Mason? And he's like, no. Literally everybody was in awe. And, and, you know, that makes me feel good. But at the end of the day, it's also the words I'm saying now. It's not about, the, you know, talking about whatever I was talking about in other songs. But, like, mm -hmm. real stuff, you know, like. I yeah. think even it started with Scream, like Scream and and Lockdown were two really, really intimate songs that I wrote where and it came from a place um, where that's kind of where my writing really took off was when I wrote those two songs. And because okay. I wanted to pull from somewhere, I didn't want to just be like, and I mean, I know I wrote Backseat and all that stuff, but Million Miles Away and like, and actually, um, a couple songs off that that EP, that little yeah, scream EP, um, <laughs> was very. Those were those were like the first the first songs that I wrote that I was like. I mean, changes I guess I did too, but I don't know. I, I really try to be conscious in what I'm writing about now. Even if, even if it's like lighthearted, I want to make sure it's coming like it's not just. I don't know. I mean, it's fun to write a fun song too, I guess, but. I, I'm, being, I'm being very, very, um, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, conscious of what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying. And that's one thing I've always favored about you is that um, I had no idea that you didn't rate or take part in the rating process of your music before. I always imagined you having some sort of involvement. Yeah, Simple Girl just kind of came in. I got some writing credits, obviously. I wrote a little bit on it, uh, but I never started as a writer so okay. um 
that was something that I've throughout the years, through the recent years, I've actually become like, okay, I can do this. Coming up with the Ryan Tutters and the Dreams and all these massive writers, and you know, um, I, I got a little intimidated. I didn't think that that was something that was my hat to wear. So, um, I kind of pushed that down, picked up a pen, and was like, no, I want to do this. I enjoy it as to where before I felt like people were forcing me or told me this is what I needed to do. But now I'm, I get it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I need to do. This is what I should have been doing. So well, I got to say, your rating is amazing. Oh, um, man, thank you. Since your music from like way back then to now, I it's almost like it's written by the same person. So I'll just say that. You're, I love that. Yeah. I mean, but... But I've also been going through kind of the same struggle over and over. It's almost like, you know, in the Bible, the 40 years in the desert, it's kind of like been like that for me, um, career wise. So, and I've always been stuck on this one goal and it's like, I really want to meet that goal. And at, at 39 years old, I'm still going after that goal. And I know that God's going to be faithful if this is what he's brought me through and what he wants for my life. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, come on, bring it. I really am. And I'm yeah. in a place where I believe that. We There's so much difference that I hear in your in your new EP, uh, yeah. the, the change in your voice, the maturity, the growth. It's more, there's this thickness to your voice. <laughs> I um, can't believe you said that. You're, so many people are saying that. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's not bad. It's, it's a great thing because it's like, it shows age. And I, I hate to say that, say it that way, because, you know, when people hear age, you're like, ah, I feel old. It's like, no, it's not that. It's there's no. growth. There's yeah, there's experience in your voice. There's, there's stories. Perseverance. There's stories. There's a, there's, there's a story to tell. I got yeah. on the, I got on the phone with uh, my, my musical director friend, Kevin Antunes from Madonna. And he answered the phone. He put out an EP and it's awesome. And he said, I, he goes, your voice has changed. He goes, just your speaking voice is different. He goes, it's so mm -hmm. low. And I said, after I had Sully, it it my it just God gave me this like this depth. Um, From what I heard, pregnancy does that and it drops a few. It, it uh, did, it did, but I didn't know it did it like this. I didn't know it did it to my singing <laughs> voice. So yeah, and I'm finding like I can still hit notes, but it's it's a little harder to sustain those higher registers for me. So I'm 100% okay. an alto <laughs> these days. You do have that fan base that know of your album. Oh changes. yeah, <laughs> it's like a, it's like you know like the the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know you have that 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 it's cult classic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, only certain few, I mean, now everybody knows about it, but back in the day, it was like only certain people knew about these movies and you get a, mm. you get a fan base at these, uh, you know, midnight showings. That's kind of how I feel. I'm like that midnight showing girl, but you know, mm. like only certain people know simple girl. It's crazy. You know, I go to, I go overseas in the UK. I always get, oh my God, are you Kylie Dean? I connect with a lot of fans of yours in the UK. And yeah, they just, tons. I, and I love uh, it. I, I mean, going into Walgreens to get lipstick or whatever. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> I was going. I, you know, like a Walgreens over there, a pharmacy. And the guy rang me up and he's like, oh my gosh, you're Kylie Dean. <laughs> like I am. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh man, it's crazy though that like still to this day, uh, Simple Girl is still brought up to you. Oh, constantly. There's a girl that goes to my church. Um, 
and I, you know, got done singing one Sunday and she's like, oh my gosh, I've been dying to meet you. I've been a fan of yours since Simple Girl. And I'm just like, oh, wow. wow. Okay. Here we are in Nashville. Let's do it. It's crazy. Uh, my thing is, is like, you get all this praise for such a, such a, an amazing album. And mm -hmm. a lot of people consider this to be Tim's, some of Tim's best work. Mm -hmm. um, when making that album, did you even think for a second that people will receive it this way where it's compared to other I, work from Tim. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, I, I knew it was going to be something amazing because here I am, you know, this country white girl doing this kind of music. Yeah. And uh, at that time, there were not white girls doing that. And no, I not felt, at all. No. I felt really, really honored. Really, really, really honored to be able to, to have such talent and um, such a, uh, I mean, uh, you know, Jimmy Iovine and, and, and Timbaland and, you know, I, here I am on Interscope, the biggest label at the time and the mm -hmm. biggest producer. I knew it was going to be something great. Unfortunately, Jimmy Iovine was also the reason it didn't happen. So it's like, um, it just sucks. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it is what it is. And, and people in these labels and stuff, they uh, it drives me nuts because they don't really no shit <laughs> nope they don't they really don't just but because i'm i'm sitting here like years later this album's still talked about um I, i'm just trying to imagine that situation where they tell you uh, this album isn't going to be released like what were they listening to because what we heard is that's a classic right there it's this underground classic like, it's, it's horrible family. i mean like you know the, <laughs> it was it was my introduction into the music industry and and i i do believe god protected me i have to look at it like that you know i definitely. don't I don't definitely didn't want to wind up like brit i love britney but mm -hmm. girls girls lost right now it's frustrating because it's all ego you know, you get wrapped up in these these egotistical, you know, men, men. controlling, <laughs> uh, controlling somebody's livelihood and their career, and yeah. we're gonna decide if it comes out or not. And it's just, it's really, really sad, and it's really pathetic. Honestly, was, what drove them to not release it and to just kind of pull the plug on the whole they situation? They saw they were allowing Tim to do whatever he wanted to do because. Tim was a massive producer. So Tim was giving mm -hmm. them, you know, he's like, okay, sign your artist, do your little thing, whatever. We'll, we'll back it. But, uh, Jimmy came and saw me sing live. He came and watched me do a live performance and the light bulbs were like, Oh, this girl's legit. So what yeah. happened was he tried to take over and make it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he yeah. tried to take from Tim. Pretty much, yeah. And tried to do his thing with you. Yes. And then that's where the direction of like who will I run to. I personally exactly. do love exactly. And I, I see why they they chose that as a single, just because like I hated it. You hated it, really? I huh? hated who will I run to. I didn't hate the song. I hated that it was a single. Yeah, I mean, a poor. I think poor choice in singles for sure. Uh, but I guess the reason to why they would choose it is because vocally it shows your your. That's exactly what it was. But yeah. for me, for me, you know, it's like I was going along with it, but everything I was doing, it was like, God. And then, you know, obviously Tim, you know, this is this is somebody who he found, he believed in, he poured his heart yeah. into it, and here comes, you know, the man 
Jimmy. taking it and making it. Yeah, that's it was Jimmy Iving. That's the reason I failed is Jimmy Iving. A hundred percent. It's always that that man. <laughs> yeah, and it's 20 years later. I don't owe him anything. He don't owe me anything. But he no. is the reason. A hundred percent. Why Simple Girl never came out and why it was. I mean, it happens to so many artists, but that's what yeah. happened. The pros and cons about being uh, signed to a label and the pros and cons about doing musically independent. Um, well, there's obviously, you know, when you have a label, you're a machine, right? They have a machine. So they now now it's very different from back in the day when I was signed to Interscope. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't need Interscope anymore to be seen, heard or, you know, um, or discovered. Uh, mm -hmm. But you do kind of need uh, a record, you know, Interscope, a, a label like that to have that power push behind you. So Absolutely. like to get to radio, who listens to radio anymore? I don't know. Um, but to get yeah. on those those playlists or whatever, however that looks. And it's so weird because it's so different. It's so night and day different from what it was, you know, Back 15 then. years ago. <laughs> not even, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's so bizarre to like relearn um to relearn the industry but yeah. uh they're good for you know um getting you out there pushing it getting you on tours etc mm -hmm. they're good they're good for um taking your money they don't want to develop you they don't really really put anything into you they want you to have a million followers on every platform and then they'll mess with you and then I guess it's just an extra push. I mean, that's kind of how it, it seems. But yeah. my husband would, if he was here, he'd be like, don't say that, but it's true. I mean, like yeah. they want, they everybody wants the finished package. Nobody really wants to put in the work until all yeah. the work's already done. So yeah, that, and that also, that's, it's, there's kind of a beautiful thing to that too. You know, in the same, it's a catch 22 because it gives you the yeah. opportunity to put out the music you want to. You get all the following, you do what you do, and you say, guess yeah. what? If you want to get on board, you get behind me. If you want to push, you can get on. This This train's moving, you can jump on, but I'm not slowing down. Speaking of other artists that have been in the same or similar situations uh, and kind of has a same story as you in a sense, especially going to uh, backup singing and working with Madonna and stuff, Latrell. Uh, also yes, that's my boo. Yes, I remember you uh, commenting about that, and yeah. she also sang backup for you, correct? She did. I got a picture of her right on my fridge yeah. of us singing and together. It's so cute. I remember seeing her in your EPK. It's, uh, it made it, oh, that's right. She was in my EPK. I, <laughs> I just wish that I toured Madonna with her because I love her. Anything to have done the 10-year Madonna gig with her. You two, I have favored you guys she has an, another an amazing album that was shelved um yep that was with the uh, majority sorry with the neptunes yes exactly there's uh, quite a few of you that have similar stories like this where you work with like a uh, hot producers songwriters and uh unfortunately labels it's always the labels that screw yep. up yep always and then you know at the end of the day we, we just end up being tax write-offs it's like you know okay they're gonna do they're gonna do what they do and and you know people like Latrell myself it's like dang man we're like diamonds in the rough how do they just move on but they do and they go to the next one there's no there's no loyalty or oh man nobody cares they're on to the next and and that's the reality that's the hard reality that I learned pretty quick after after Interscope but the fans y'all are loyal.
we are we are some dedicated that people, matters anyway and i love that now that's what it is your overcome ep you've worked with new songwriters and producers correct yeah um all nashville based people um a guy named nice. josh suttis um actually produced the whole record um so okay. there were writers from my church there's a, a yeah it's 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 just people who i've actually looked up to like jay thomas for years um just said yes and it just ended up being an effortless pretty effortless yet yet peeled back version of uh, uh, or not version but a project that i just have always wanted to do and never thought I could enter, you know, enter the Christian world because I've always just been in the pop world for forever. Uh, but it was effortless and it was perfect. And we're going to be doing more. We're going to be doing more songs, adding more songs. Good. I listen to these songs every day. I'm not even like bullshitting you in any way. I love it. I, <laughs> I, love actually, it. I actually listen to uh, Overcome and um, Come to Jesus. Oh yeah. Uh, was, they're great, right? Yeah, and the thing is that that you like uh, you felt there's like a shift in in sound, but yet I always felt God present in your music. Oh, I love that. Whether it was R and B or pop, and whether you were talking about relationships or whatever, it's always your point of view, your perspective of things, right? It was always so positive, and sure. so I felt like this wasn't. This is just for me as a as a fan of Kylie Bean. This is just same old Kylie for me. I love it, that's that. really what it was. Yeah, I it love was. That, man, carried my my relationship with with my father with god so so Absolutely. tight throughout the beginning your song i know we all yes. everybody everybody loves that song i know i know yeah that was good oh, it was so good <laughs> there's four songs on your ep overcome uh three of them are originals and one of them are is from Jay Thomas, correct? Yes, he, that's that's a cover. So we love your name is the name of it, and it's a song that actually like um, on tour. I would my husband introduced me to it, but I would get you know tour can be pretty lonely and get dark at sometimes. You know, going into new mm -hmm. places, people's energies are are dark, and you're traveling with those people. Um, so I would go in my room and I would, I would be, I would feel lonely. I would feel alone and I would put that song on and it would get me through and I'd be okay because of that song. So when we made the EP, I hadn't even gotten in a write and I knew I was like, I don't know what I want to write about, but I do know I want to cover this song. So I hit up Jay, Jay Thomas after never, after, uh, I'd never met him and I just hit him up on Instagram and he was like, oh my gosh, I would be honored to do this song with you. It was just, it was amazing. And now I'm, he's one of my favorite human beings on the planet. And one of your most powerful songs, I, I've talked about it um, all along. Yeah. When you first brought out the demo and I heard that song, I had a whole different view of, of it when hearing it for the first time it yeah. still made me cry but then Oof, recently when, when you started talking about your backstory to it i um, it's pretty unbelievable but the thing that i admire about it is that things like this aren't talked about but the, the way you you put it into music into into art still remaining hopeful these things that happen to you uh they just built a stronger relationship between you and god and i I so admire that because uh, 
even in your darkest times, you just remain strong. You know, I've said this, and this is kind of my like closing when I when I when I tell people they're like, how you know. Yeah, there were hard times. Yes, I'm still dealing with the aftermath, the PTSD of almost dying on chemo two times, the losing the baby three days before the mastectomy, the losing of a body part. The it's just so much to to just. But when you but when you when you're diagnosed or when you get news, you strap on, you you strap on the armor of God, you you go to war, and then you fight it. And but during it you're surviving and mm -hmm. during survival you don't always process and that i didn't mm -hmm. get to process the loss of my pregnancy i didn't get to process the loss of my body the loss of control of of the fact that this this foreign beast is in my body and is trying to take me out you know stuff like that mm -hmm. and my thing is people you know you have a, people who don't want to believe in god or people who don't want to serve God because if if there is a God then why does this happen and it's like golly yeah. okay is that yeah. fair to God we are wanting everything we want all the time wanting to be you know pretty I mean <laughs> the goodness of God doesn't change because of circumstance we exactly. are constantly we are in a absolutely flawed flawed and perfect world the only hope that we have is god horrible things are going to happen horrible that's the world oh. we live in that's the world we've made god mm -hmm. when he made the world it was perfect but humanity and and evil we've we've made it imperfect so what i choose what my choice is to take whatever good there is and cling to that and whatever is good is god whatever is good as God. Yeah, it's really hard to break down how do, how do kids hurt? How are there people yeah. that are starving? That I get that, I get those mm -hmm. things. I struggle and I grapple and I ask God why. But it, even, in the, even in the cancer diagnosis, it doesn't change who God is. He's still good. I know that's mm -hmm. hard to like, but he is. I was giving, and this has nothing to do with how good of a person I am. It's not. It's it's truly, truly God because he's he 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 changed my thought process. Instead of mm -hmm. God, why me? It was God. Thank you that it was me. Thank you that it wasn't my daughter. Thank you that it wasn't Mason. Thank you that it That's wasn't my mom and dad. Thank you that it wasn't. Thank you. Thank you that That's it was powerful. stage one. Thank you that yeah. it was breast cancer and not colon or or pancreatic cancer. Thank you that it was breast cancer, father. So I go and I and I say thank you for all the things that it is. I want to talk about come to Jesus. That bridge, I think it's called the bridge. It's after like the second He bridge. was everything and ate all your scars and suffering. That one, that, the one you need. that just brings you like, it's like take off. The background vocals too. Yes. It's crazy. Is that all you in the background? It's all me. I do all my background. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. Brandy that right there. That. She's like, girl, always yeah. do your background vocals. <laughs> always. Yeah. I, I. That's one thing that always drew me to you was the background vocals, the harmonies, the layers. Yeah. And I, it's uh, yeah. this right there, that bridge is so classic, Kylie. Yeah. I hear it all. I heard all the layering and the build up. And just, where it just sends you off as a listener. Very angelic. And, it's very like heavenly. Josh, actually, my my producer for this, he he vocal produced me on that. And 
I was wow, blown okay. away by some of the some of the stuff he chose, and it ended up being what you hear. It's, it was just phenomenal. I love every piece of it. So you got plans on releasing music still after this? Yeah, we want to. We really do want to make it a full album. So that's okay. I already have some more rights um, set up. That's that's really what I want to start doing now that I'm that I'm that I'm cured and be and I really want to get uh, into an uh, into rights and and really do the the writing thing because it's something I've actually grown to enjoy. Are you going to continue with the the Christian music? Yeah, for sure. Yep. But I I want to finish this record. I don't know if this is this is where I'm at right now. Um, okay. But I'm all always down to write anything like okay. any any genre any genre that i'm good at well i'm sure regardless of what it is it's going to be great well, everything you've done is great so <laughs> i just uh, i look forward to it kylie and i appreciate you so much for coming Absolutely. on my podcast thank you so much for having me you're one of my favorite people um. it's true. <laughs> it's true. oh man well thank you i love you friend I love you too, Kylie, and I uh, hope to talk to you again. Okay, so yeah, all, right. all right. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.